We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for July 19th, 2021. Uh, switching gears, <clears throat> going to talk a little bit about the South African situation. And I'm just going to read you some <clears throat> a compilation of uh, headlines from there in the last week. Uh, video breaking news, complete societal collapse in South Africa. Riders being shot dead by armed citizens after police pull back. South African collapse day two, rioters shot dead, burned alive, beaten, and bleeding dead. Now, the rioters were doing far more atrocities than uh, what was what I'm reading here. Uh, factories, stores, farms burned. They were essentially going in there looting, and um, then when they got done looting, they were just burning everything down. And, um, you know, it was, I mean, I didn't... It was all it was all black riders, okay. Uh, not being prejudicial, I'm just saying it was all black. Now there were some black uh, righteous people working with the white South African civilians in and that had firearms that were probably the only thing keeping order. And there was, I mean, there was quite a few. So, again, this isn't a prejudicial thing. This is like, okay, there were righteous, white, black, I believe, possibly Indian people working to keep the, um, the, this, these hordes of rioters at bay. And they're probably about the only reason that that did happen. Then, um, <clears throat> no food left in South Africa, race war by Zulus to starve out whites and Indians. A listener, longtime listener from South Africa, prayer request and comment. South Africa is falling. This is from Camille, longtime listener. And he writes me and he says, Dear Brother Johnson, I just wanted to reach out to you again. Thank you for all the years of being a watchman for the Lord's kingdom. You've helped me and my family countless times, and I'm grateful for this. I'm very grateful for this. Unfortunately, our time may be up as they're looting and killing white South Africans here in big numbers now. We are fighting back, but there are few of us and many of them, like the zombie hordes. It's almost as if these people turned into wild animals overnight. I would love to know the percentage of them that are actually vaccinated, that are, you know, full of <clears throat> the five, the uh, nanotech, which is going to interface and get updates from the 5G, it probably already is, and the graphene oxide, which is, high, which is going to be integral with that 5G link up. Okay, we just talked about that in the last part. So <clears throat> let me just read that last line again. It's almost as if these people turn into wild animals overnight. Not sure if this whole vaccine and 5G stuff has anything to do with it. But it's not a far reach. Now, again, there's a whole other agenda that, yes, I've talked about when I talked about the zombie stuff. But here we are, and who knows the percentage of how that may be a factor like okay what is it is it 50 percent you know just hatred of of whites and whatever and is it 50 percent 5g and all the nanotech in them and they're and remember what i just said in the last part let me just read that again actually because that's the, i i didn't even realize these would mesh together like that um <clears throat> i'm going back to the last part i just talked to you about okay reading from the last week's study subjects inoculated with graphene oxide nanoparticles which is what's in the kill shots can be manipulated mentally by 
tuning into different frequencies in five to five G inside the five G ranges. They can feel, think, and see feelings, thoughts, or things that don't actually exist. They develop fake memories or delete real memories, and I'm sure they can whip them up into a frenzy as well. Um, <clears throat> so scientists maintain that the global vaccination program is an excuse to cage mankind into a danger, co dangerous covert global transhumanism program that will end in a catastrophe for the human race. Well, I think that's another reason that it was it's so important to get this into them because they are going to act, I believe, as more 5G comes online, as more people get the kill shots, they are going to increasingly be a literal zombie horde that can be activated and manipulated. So let's say half the population or whatever is is um, injected. And they're fine right now, but what if what if and when they all of a sudden flip the switch. Now, we've been talking about this for years, about just the 5G alone, how that can induce those types of feelings. But if you've got all the stuff from the kill shot in you, the graphene oxide, the nanotech, your, your DNA is being overwritten, only God knows what else, that, then now you're really on Team Satan. All of a sudden, you're on demonic autopilot. How much of a factor is that in South Africa right now? Who knows? But it sure can't help. Cannot be a good thing at all, for sure. All right, let me go back to this here. Then he goes on to say, they were installing many 5G towers when this lockdown started in 2020. Yeah. They were here too. In fact, the lockdown was a big, that Trump kept bragging about over and over, as far as the 5G that was installed during the lockdown and before that, which he's brought in on at a pace no one else has ever and trump would be the first to take credit for that they were going into schools that were not in session because of the scamdemic and in multiple multiple unmarked white bands white vans would pull up behind schools and go in there with teams and basically turn the whole school into a 5g kill grid that went on all over the country and it was another reason that they were able to install this 5g kill grid covertly with really no prying eyes other than people filming these that were you know any kind of um people that were like in the know were like some of them were monitoring these schools and, and there was a lot of footage shot of that so yeah who knows uh please pray for us here in south africa uh this may possibly be my last email i send to you you know meaning he thinks he's gonna die you know now that's about as real as it gets and you know that's adversity there we talked about that at the start of part one um <clears throat> so i wanted to say thank you and may god bless you and taylor and keep you safe kind regards camille so yeah I i've talked about the south african situation many 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 times over the last few years in particular so yeah any prayers for them i'm sure they would very much appreciate it uh <clears throat> then we have this which just shows you how overtly evil and satanic this whole thing is caught on video south african politician telling people go into indian and white neighborhoods kill them and burn their houses down now obviously it's a black 
politician talking to all the blacks. This isn't about racism. I'm just saying that's what we're talking about here. Divide and conquer. Whites evil. Blacks good. They are the source of all evil, the white people, even though they're the ones that grow your food and you know maintain a lot of the country and eat semblance of order. And they need to be killed. You need to go in there, rape their, rape their daughters, rape the women right in front of the husband before you kill him. Then you, you kill the daughters and the, the husband. Or I'm sorry, you kill the daughters and the mother in front of the husband after you've raped them. Then you kill the husband and you do it all in the most horrific way possible because that's what they do. If they have the time to do it, that's what they do. And I'm not going to apologize for their wickedness. May God annihilate them. The perpetu and if they were white, I'd say the same thing. May God annihilate the wicked. Those that can be saved, I pray would be. Those that cannot, I pray to God they'd be snuffed out and wiped off this planet so that they cannot continue in more wickedness, which never produces any good fruit anyway. And if they're appointed to wrath, if they're fitted to destruction, like the Bible says, men of old ordained under this condemnation, fitted, meaning prepared ahead of time for this destruction. The wicked go astray from the womb. They speak lies as soon as they be born. If they fall into that classification, then the sooner God wipes them out, the better. Because they're going to do nothing but wickedness on this planet. They will not repent. They will have no conscience. And all they will do is try to annihilate the righteous. Today, Thursday, July 15, 2021, is day four of the societal collapse in South Africa. So this was a few days ago. It began as a protest over the weekend over the jailing of former President Zuma, okay, who was held in contempt of court for refusing to turn over evidence in a corruption trial. It sounds like he was in there because he was a devil, okay, he didn't want to turn over evidence in a corruption trial, okay. Within hours, the protest turned into rioting then looting literally thousands of business businesses in the city of durban were looted bare so because they jailed some guy the these hordes said that they don't want jailed because he was doing something illegal evidently that gives them the excuse to riot to loot to kill to do whatever they want no no it doesn't it doesn't can you imagine if whites behaved in this fashion, the white in general? It would be never-ending news coverage, 24-7, never-ending fodder for the demonization of the white race. But blacks can do it all day long, and that's just fine. Now, I'm not talking about my black listeners. I'm not talking about black Christians or good, righteous black people. But I'm saying in general, this is the acceptable norm now. How could you possibly argue with what I just said? When you look at Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all of the heinous evil garbage that they have gotten away with. That if a white person or a white group attempted to do any of that, you would never, ever, ever hear the end of it. And they would all be shot dead and mowed down in the streets by our government. So this is going on all over the world. Just some places it's worse than others. Those, those guys, those black guys that did that thing uh i don't know up there in in the new england area where they shut down that road 
that militia black group or whatever. If that was a bunch of white guys doing that, they would have all been mowed down dead. Deader in a bag of hammers. But because they were black, they were allowed to do whatever they wanted. As far as I know, nothing really came of it. So it just depends. Just depends what your skin color is, you know. And when there was nothing left to steal, they they many were set on fire, meaning the businesses. And I'm sure a lot of them were in their own neighborhoods, which, you know, it's what they tend to do. Let's burn down our own businesses that supply us the things we need to live and survive. And even though there are people, let's burn them down and let's burn everything else down. Let's loot and let's kill and let's steal and destroy. And no real rhyme or reason. Let's just do it. Okay, it's good. So then they set everything on fire that after they looted it. As the looting parties grew, the attacks moved into the suburbs, the Indian and white suburbs. Houses were broken into, families robbed, some beaten, some raped, some killed. Then the houses were set on fire. Because it's their fault, obviously, the whole thing. Astonishing videos and photos of the ongoing carnage appear in stories. See the links above. I mean, if you want to see all pictures, and I'm talking about some really horribly graphic stuff, click on the links at the start of this report, but part two for this date of um, July 19th, 2021. Yeah, you, you want to get an eyeful, and I'm not telling you to do it, but boy, oh boy, a lot of, lot of uh, first-hand videos, and, you know, I'd, I'd pray about it before you do it. Turns out, though, this was all planned. The video below shows a South African government official speaking with a PA system to a group of black folks, telling them to go into Indian neighborhoods, kill them, and burn their houses. Um, he says, then go into white neighborhoods and kill and kill them and burn their houses. Can you imagine if this was a white guy talking to a bunch of white people saying, go into the black neighborhoods and kill, to steal, destroy, rape, loot, which is what they're doing. And you're good. You've got, you, you've got the good graces of your government. You go in and do that because they're evil. They're white people. And you kill them because of the color of their skin. That's fair. That's righteous. You don't judge them by the content of their character. You don't judge them on an individual basis. No, they're all evil. Sounds fair to me. I mean, you know, what could be more righteous than that? Every time this video is posted to social media, guess what? The big tech censors take it down, just like all the stuff that exposed the COVID kill shot. Imagine that. Remember, in today's brave new George Orwellian world, Aldous Huxley world, if it's wicked and evil, it's good. And if it's good and righteous, it's evil. They don't want the world to see the racist hatred of South African blacks against the Indians and the whites. They want to frame the issue as one of the poverty-stricken, desperate for food, doing what they must do to survive, which is all a fallacy. Literally biting the hand that feeds them because the South Africans, the white members are the only ones that farm from what I've seen and heard and on all the documentaries I've seen. And they're some of the ones they go after the worst. And then what happens is when they kill the farmer and his family and they've done raping them all, well, then the land just lays fallow because the blacks aren't going to come in there and start farming. They don't do it. I'm just speaking facts. I mean, it's not something they gravitate to. So then they got no food. Then they got a real reason to write. Well, then they'll still blame the whites for that, I guess. Even though they've killed all the farmers that were white that grew the food. 
Makes perfect sense to me. So all the wanton destruction we're seeing taking place in South Africa is not some grassroots up, uprising by poor, starving people. It is an outright racist hatred with looting, burning, and killing, and raping taking place at government orders. I, I, this is not the first time. I played these videos of the politicians. The last one was that, that one uh, black guy in South Africa, a leader, and he was screaming, and he was doing high knees, saying, kill the boar, kill the boar, which means the white person. And the whole gigantic black crowd of thousands of people were all screaming and dancing saying kill the boar kill the boar that's their uh, that's like a, i don't know like a slang term for white people or something down there yeah it's perfectly fine it's wonderful we're not too far away from it in america with with the murder that that antifa and black lives matter has gotten away with and then you have like all these pro teams where they'll wear like black lives matter or, or pro athletes that wear this it, it's just you know man i'm glad you're making all those movies because verily you have your award you bunch of devils in hellfire though you won't be able to spend all those millions and millions you're making because you sold your soul to the devil so you could throw a ball around and wear a black lives matter shirt You won't be able to spend that money in hellfire. You won't, you won't be able to drive your Ferraris and, and all your stuff and wear your jewelry and you can't bring your pool and your mansion down to hellfire and then the lake of fire. No, no. Yeah. That, that folded money you might have, it's all burned up in hellfire. You, you can't spend a dime of it. So all this is taking place with the blessing of the South African government. This is state-sponsored genocide and terrorism being openly perpetuated by the black government of South Africa against Indians and against white people. Isn't that wonderful? That make you feel good all over. Thanks to my, uh, there's an update for this. Thanks to my former colleagues in the intelligence community for from my many years working with the FBI Joint Terrorism Task Force. I can now report to all of you that the intelligence entities have been monitoring the encrypted communications of political leaders and certain other government officials inside of South Africa, and can now prove in a court of law or international criminal court of law that active, current, and elected political officials, all black, I'm sure, and other government employees have been coordinating these riots, looting sprees and the burning of homes and businesses and the killing of the whites and the indians yeah thanks to the intel community's ability to crack encrypted communications hundreds of people have now been effectively caught participating in organizing and perpetuating these riots arson attacks and even murders in south africa but will anything come of it that's my my question because so much of the time oh Oh, we, we've got the election audit results. This is the current one. You know, everybody look at this. Everybody, oh, we, we're going to, okay, will, will anything come of it? I mean, you know, the, the stole the election beyond anything I've ever seen in my lifetime. And not, not this is not because I'm some big Trump fan. It's just that it was the most flagrant election fraud probably that's ever taken place on the planet. And nothing's been done about it at all. But boy, there's sure a lot of hopium out there that people still keep smoking about it. The only way I see that having teeth and coming to pass and something being really, really done about it is through Nasera Gasera, like I've been telling you. We're going we're gonna to talk about that. We're going to take a look at some of the articles on that today. 
as the Bible says, if you show no mercy, so shall you obtain no mercy. Well, I don't see a lot of mercy being given by these the black hordes that are doing this and the the black dominated government. So so they will obtain no mercy. You want to show no mercy in this life, then you'll obtain no mercy. Okay. You want to live by the sword, then you're going to die by the sword. And hellfire awaits. And then we have Ecclesiastes 8.11. Why is all this happening? Because sentence against an evil work is not executed speedily, meaning they've been allowed to get away with this blatant white and Indian hatred for decades and they've perpetuated it and stoked it and did everything they could do to make it worse because there's been no because that has nothing's been done to stop that therefore the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil when you let a wicked person get away with something and keep getting away with it and in this case it's almost generational then i'll tell you what the heart of the sons of men is fully set in them to do evil because they think hey there's no repercussion I'm just going to go kill, kill, kill. My heart's content. Rape, steal, kill, pillage. Apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, this is what can happen to a person. They're given over to Satan. Other reports, South African Army activates all reserve members amid worsening societal unrest. You know, they kind of waited a little bit on that, kind of waited a little bit on the government. Just kind of let the let the uh, zombie hordes kill steal rape loot before they send in anybody to kind of straighten anything out we'll just we'll just pull back and let and let them rape and kill to their heart's content but they got a lot of rude awakenings the riders and the looters from the actual armed white indian and, and the righteous black people that were there from what i saw it wasn't all one way the problem is is like camille said it's they're just so outnumbered and then another one this is insane massive food lines in south africa i wonder why they just burned down all the stores and all the shops and they're burning down more farms and they're killing and raping the farmers and and i wonder why there's no food in south africa now and why there's gigantic food lines why would there uh, was that all part of the plan yeah it was And then it says, get what you need now because it's coming here. Yeah, it probably is. Unless God would intervene, it probably is coming here. Just some current headlines to read. Huge scandal, Biden using military jets for to bring in more illegal aliens. That's being done. Biden administration will shift nearly $1 billion in COVID funds to pay to house illegal aliens at the border. This is how righteous our government is. Death camps for the homeless exposed in Los Angeles. There's a whole video on that. It's pretty heavy duty. FBI then tells Americans to report family peers for suspicious behaviors. And that could obviously include a plethora of different things. And then spiking food prices on meat and animal products correlate with Biden climate change plans. The Biden regime is using food as a weapon against Americans, and that'll just be increasingly increasing. Reporters discover secret migrant smuggling center. And then National Geographic says the 4th of July fireworks are racist because smoke disproportionately affects black people yeah you you heard it right yeah right congresswoman says july 4th only celebrates freedom for white people 
um, liberal Karen triggered by patriotic fireworks on July 4th. There's a video on that. It's just beyond anything I can even hardly watch. Then Boy Scouts pay out nearly a billion for 60,000 sex abuse victims and almost no arrests were made at all. There you go. Bringing up the boys of America, you know, the way they should. And that's probably just a fraction of the actual sex abuse that went on. 60,000 sex abuse victims. They paid out a billion, a nearly a billion. <laughs> but no, no, no arrests were made. Uh-uh. No, that's good. You know, well, what more could you ask for? Minnesota machete-wielding Muslim stabs four women and, rele and released the same day. So in this case, again, pretty much can do what you, you need to do, evidently. And uh, Omar Abu Dakar Mani, who is a um, Muslim, a black Muslim. So again, now you're dealing with somebody that really can kind of do what they need to do. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got take it in but you know i'm not gonna really do a whole lot maybe give him a little slap on the wrist there you know no big deal uh can you imagine again if this was a white guy doing this uh he, he was he he attacked the women with a uh was it a machete stabbing them and um no a knife attack at at an apartment complex he attacked them, and this is, the, I mean, I i would do the same thing, I, honestly. I mean, I, I would do this exact same thing, obviously, um, because he became angry because he could not find his vape pen after waking up. So he went out and um, he grabbed a large machete-style knife and brandished it at his guests, confronting them, yelling, women ran, he chased them down, slicing at the women, has gone, uh, so yeah, so he sliced a whole bunch of women up because he couldn't find his vape pen in the morning, this black, wonderful Muslim, but you know, he can do that because he's black and he's Muslim, I mean, that, there's, there's a whole other factor, if he was transgender, oh my gosh, he could do whatever, you know, kill, slice, rape, do whatever you gotta do, I mean, it, it's, it's the world we've moved into at this point. Next report, U.S. women national soccer team takes a knee during the national anthem while wearing Black Lives Matter jerseys. Yeah, our own traitorous Olympic team. Not all of them, but some. Then white genocide goes mainstream in, in America and in Europe. There's a whole report on that. Yep. Now, we're going to get into the, um, the COVID stuff. There's a lot of new things to report here. So I'm just going to get through as much of this as I can. CDC report last week, more COVID vaccine deaths than fake COVID deaths. I mean, I, I say fake because they didn't die of COVID. They might have died of graphene oxide poisoning or the vaccinated having uh, the, you know, the spike proteins attacking the uh, ACE2 receptors, causing thrombus to throw, causing strokes, causing heart attacks, neurological, you know. But, you know, as far as real COVID deaths, give me a break. According to the, the CDC, more people died from the kill shot vaccine than died from COVID-19 last week in the USA. Hey, you know, it, listen, those are acceptable losses, aren't they? 
okay, so what? The, the vaccine's killing more people than are supposedly dying from COVID itself. At least they're protected and they're vaccinated in the casket. At least in the casket, they're not going to spread COVID. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I should have said that because, well, granted, they can't breathe anymore, but that's how we are spreading these supposed variants, whatever truth there is to that, is through the vaccine spike shedding, spike protein shedding to other people. And that's exactly why they want everybody vaccinated to create new variants and to, to create more whatever. But it's really the vaccinated that are doing it all. And it's really the vaccinated that are responsible for everything. But then when did truth ever matter anyway? So, um, well, no, the, the, the deaths are up to almost 11,000 from the COVID kill shot. They're going up at, at least 2,000 a week now. Yeah, 2,000 a week. They can't even keep a lid on it anymore. In some, and this was, this was like, you know, um, five days ago. 1,505 COVID deaths compared to 2,043 vaccine deaths in the same week. So over 500 more vaccine deaths. And that's the underblown lying CDC stats from theirs, which says that on average, they only get about 1% of the real deaths in vaccine reactions. There's, there's over 400, and I don't know. We're approaching 500,000 adverse reactions now in America and over 11,000 deaths. And again, you could probably add a couple zeros onto that because they're totally cooking the books and underblowing the numbers. But even with those cooked books and underblown numbers, there were still 2,043 vaccine deaths compared to the supposed 1,505 COVID deaths. So, I mean, obviously we need to keep vaccinating. It's doing a great job. More people dropping dead from the vaccine by far than supposedly from COVID. I mean, you know, isn't that the whole point of vaccinating? Vaccinating people so that there's more vaccine deaths than the actual thing that we're supposedly vaccinating against? I mean, it's totally logical to me. I mean, I don't know. With factual numbers like these, no rational person would willingly decide to take the so-called vaccine and no one should. <laughs> it's absolute satanic insanity everywhere you look malfunction at the white house podium pasaki announces vaccines can still kill you in an eyebrow raising slip up i don't really think it was a slip up i just think this is all kabbalistic they're just kind of warning everybody about what they're doing as they're doing it a bizarre video in the white house press secretary advising on communicating clearly about vaccines after she told americans they can still kill you has half the internet shocked while the other half quite hasn't noticed Pasaki's message soon uh, she talks about some things and then she, her message soon takes an odd turn as she suddenly declares that vaccines the Biden administration is desperate to convince more Americans to take can still kill you even if you're under 27. She made the comment after noting there are areas of the country with lower vaccination rates among people that are that age uh, under that age which is 27 seemingly meaning to say COVID-19 can still kill even young people. Let's just listen to this real quick. We'll, I'll, I'll let her talk so you can hear it straight from the uh, Satan's mouth. Okay, let's play this. 
communicating directly with those people, hence our special guest today, uh, about why it's important to get vaccinated, why these vaccines are safe, why uh, they can still kill you even if you're... (laughs) Why they're still safe and why they can even still kill you. Is that like an oxymoron? What, What was that? They're still safe even though they can still kill you. And she's saying this with all exuberance and with a big old smile across her satanic Luciferian mug. Even if you were under the age of 27, it can still kill you. Even if you were under the age of 27, we need to be clear and direct about. (laughs) So there we go. So there we go. Okay. So then that was about the vaccines, you know, she was talking about. So we have that. Um, then, then let's go further. U.S. Senator slips up, says vaccines have killed millions worldwide. Democrat Senator Whirling Dervish, Dick Durbin. I gave him the nickname of the Whirling Dervish. Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't resist. Said on national cable TV that vaccines have killed millions worldwide and tens of thousands in the United States. Let's, let's hear it straight from old Whirling Dervish. It's so weird because it's like they're they're act, they're they're talking about how the vaccines are so great, and then all of a sudden they'll interject something about how they're killing so many millions of people. And it, in the middle of promoting the vaccine, they'll have one sentence that they're they're being honest. It's really weird. It just keeps happening over and over again. Sean Hannity himself said, "I believe in vaccinations. I do believe in science." Yeah. Talk to your dad. John Hannity's a pathetic joke as far as any of this goes. Yeah, he says, well, I believe you should have a right to turn up. You know, Hannity, that's not near enough. These are kill shots. You need to be exposing it. But, you know, you're a little shill, and I don't expect that from you. He said, you don't need to talk to people on TV and radio that aren't doctors, which goes to the point of this message. There are two uh, hosts of programs on Fox primetime that can only be characterized as anti-vax quacks. I'm referring, of course... Because Satan says so. Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingraham. They have been spreading what I consider to be irresponsible information about vaccines across America. They haven't went near, near far enough, either of them. But even, even to this Satanist, it's too much. And about the effort of this nation to deal with them. Here's the reality. We have millions who've died across the world by this vaccine. We may never have an act. <laughs> We've had millions across the world that have died by this vaccine. Thank you. Thank you, Whirling Dervish, for some clarity. And I thank you, Jen Pasaki, for letting us know that. Little moment of clarity there, you know, little slip up, but, you know, I guess it's that whole Kabbalah thing. You got to warn your the, the hordes about what you're doing to them before you do it to them in order for that Luciferian game to be fair. So. Count. We have hundreds of thousands who have died in the United States. Here's the reality. Here's the reality. We have millions who've died across the world by this vaccine. We may never have an act. <laughs> Don't you love that? I love honesty. I love truth. I mean, that's a, a contending for truth.com, you know? So, hey, you, you got to give uh, Dick Dervish or whatever his name is, the, you know, the thumbs up on this. Count. 
we have hundreds of thousands who have died in the United States. And now it is. So anyway, um, so we have that. Ah, let's go further. Guardian. Now I said I think I've covered this before, but I just I thought it's pertinent to to also restate this. Guardian, the, the newspaper in um, I don't know UK says people dying from COVID vaccines is proof they work. The general public should not worry about all the injuries and deaths being caused by the kill shot, because all the carnage and destruction is simply proof that the injections are working, according to the Guardian. Yes, you read that right. The mainstream media is basically now admitting that the serious side effects, including dying are all evidence that people need to know that these shots are effective but imperfect okay uh don't think of this as a bad sign the guardian reported adding it's exactly what is expected from a effective but imperfect jab now this you can't even blame this on some kind of slip up speech wise i mean i'm, I'm assuming that they vet the verbiage before they put it in print that's like their only job okay so again i'll read this again straight from the guardian straight from a quote from their report and there's a link here if you want to see it yeah yep right to the guardian don't think of this as a bad sign okay meaning all the side effects and everything else and the deaths the Guardian reported, adding that it's exactly what is expected from an effective but imperfect jab. Yeah. Now we're we're with we're approaching way more people dying from the jab than than ever got supposedly infected from COVID. Now now that's where we're the new territory we're we're marching into. In other words, serious injury and death caused by the injections is all part of the pandemic helping to flatten the curve of humanity while tearing down the old world system so that can, it can be replaced by a new world order. Of course, they're not even hiding their agenda anymore because apparently it no longer matters whether or not people see what's really happening. Most of the world seems to just accept whatever comes their way at this point. So why even obscure the truth? Amen, brother. Preach it. That don't get you fired up your woods wet, you know? Then we have this. This just broke like uh, today. This is worrying me quite a bit. Messenger RNA vaccine inventor shares viral threads showing COVID surge in the most vaxxed countries. No. Say it isn't so. The COVID kill shot is making people sick and killing them? Oh, come on. Now you've, you've, gone, you've crossed the line. Dr. Robert Malone, a pioneer in the field of messenger RNA vaccines, shared a viral Twitter thread on Friday, which he lays out a disturbing trend. The most vaccinated countries in the world are experiencing the sur a surge in the COVID-19 cases, while the least vaccinated countries are not. Yesterday, Dr. Malone began using his Twitter account to point out what he calls worrying facts about COVID and the vaccine. And I posted the charts right here. The three main countries that have the highest vaccination rates are Malta, the United Kingdom and Netherlands. All of them have over a 67% kill shot vaccination rate. Malta has almost an 85% rate. And then all the, the countries that, that are below that, Slovenia is the next one that's closest and that's only 41%. So then you jump up to 60, over 67% when you get to the Netherlands. So the 15 least vaccinated states in Europe have the lowest number of covid cases whereas 
the highest vaccinated three have the highest cases, which is what you would expect. And here's all the charts to prove it from the guy that invented the messenger RNA vaccine that's killing so many right now as we speak. And that's just one aspect of what's killing us. But it, it's, a, it's definitely a nice little component of that death. He goes on to say in his Twitter, quote, something really odd is going on. In Europe, we are seeing surges at many places where most of the population has already been vaccinated. At the same time, the 15 least vaccinated uh, countries don't seem to face any problem. They're doing pretty good. At some point, denying this problem will get painful. This is worrying me quite a bit, tweeted Malone. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I can kind of see why. The charts that Dr. Malone included in his Twitter postings make clear, make it clear, in countries where the so-called vaccine is being widely distributed, more people are getting sick and dying than in, by far than in most countries where the vaccine distribution is very low, at least in comparison. Yeah. So there you go. And then we have this. They know exactly what they're doing. Leaked doc authorization to administer a poison. I believe I've covered this, but I kind of wanted to, I figured it was good to insert it here because just, I'm just showing you how the satanic Luciferian elite are just rubbing our noses in it and just glorying in their shame, you know. And this site, believe it or not, is still up. I, I, can't, I can't believe it, but um, this is a leaked doc. It's really not leaked. It's on the internet and it's a government site. You can click on the link still. They still work. It's www.wa.gov.au. It's on that site. Now, granted, the, the website link's a lot longer than that, but it's they won't take it down. I keep thinking they're going to take it down. They don't know. And what it says is Public Health Act 2016, WA, which means Western Australia, instrument of authorization, authorization to supply or administer a poison, which is, okay, because after poison it says SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19 vaccine. No, it is a poison. 100%. From the messenger RNA to all the nanotech to the um, graphene oxide to all the other things that we've covered is in there because I'm I'm leaving out a whole bunch of stuff. Australian Defense Force number two, uh, two thousand year two thousand twenty one. Uh, let's play this little video here regarding it. I told you guys that there was no end to this, and that the only way that this would end is when we stop playing the game is when we all collectively say enough is enough and we say no, no more, we're done. But the thing is, people are failing to do that. People are complying. I've had so many messages, so many conversations with people who went and got this just because they wanted their life to be simple. Just okay, because so that she pointed like she made a jab sign because I'm, she probably originally posted this on YouTube and you got to be real careful what you said. Now here that they're going after other sites, the... Like, I'm on BitChute right now, but I've, I've heard that they're going after, uh, in fact, they just made policy changes today. Um, yeah, in fact, I'm looking at the policy. Yeah, I, I, I'd have to look at that. Yeah, yeah, incitement to hatred. Uh, I'm sure that eventually it'll be, you can't say anything anywhere, you know, because they're going to have to control the narrative everywhere. And this is why, you know, I'm doing these gigantic studies now and putting out all this content i mean i just put up three newsletters today i mean gigantic content filled overdue newsletters and i'm i'm trying but uh, like three newsletters and then i have to upload them and then i have to do a f six to five to eight hour study eh, 
it's 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 a little it's a little much. It's just tiny bit little much but i'm trying uh, but I, I doubt we're gonna have the opportunity much longer i hope we do but you know the way they're moving it, it it would be shocking if they let alternative media stay up much longer they didn't want any hassle just because they wanted to go travel just because of this and this and this and not once did these people say they got it because they wanted to be safe from COVID. <laughs> unbelievable I told you guys months ago that that was the plan I told you guys, I said, hey, they're going to make traveling difficult. They're going to make going to school difficult, going to work difficult, just so you get so annoyed. And so the more you comply and give in, then the more you're giving in to the B system is what the point she's trying to make. Because you nothing good comes of giving in to this, you know. You're going to go get this. And I'm sitting here having conversations with people saying, yeah, I did get it just because I want my life to be simple. I want to go back to normal. Normal's gone. There's no going back to normal. That's gone. That's out the window. And the more you continue to comply to what they're saying, the more they're going to push. They're going to push, push, push. People are saying, hey, we don't want to get the vax. And still, it's being shoved down our throats. Now we have to have people knocking on our doors telling us to go take it. We should be saving our community. Are you kidding me? Think is next. What do you think is next? We're already saying we don't want to do something and still it's being shoved down our throats to the point where people are going to be knocking on our doors. What do you think is next? And still people are out here looking for a savior, looking for a politician to come save them, thinking that the FDA is not going to approve of it, thinking that HIPAA laws are going to save you. Nobody's going to save you. You have to save yourself. Nobody saved you when it's... No, she's leaving God out of the equation, but, you know, I, I think he probably get her point though it's a slow spread nobody saved you when it was mask mandates nobody saved you when it was lockdowns and nobody will save you when it's vaccine mandates stop looking for a savior and start saving yourself and stop complying before you willfully walk yourself into the slaughterhouse wake up hello everyone i've got breaking bombshell news for you here this is confirmation that not only is it a military rollout project as we know but they know that it's poison they know they are administrating poison yeah uh, this is a australian government website document um that has just been put to my attention i've just come across and clearly we're told here and again it's repeated in the pdf public health act 2016 instrument of authorization authorization to supply or administer a poison SARS-CoV-2 vac COVID-19 vaccine, Australian Defence Force. This is dated the 21st of uh, March 2021. Mm -hmm. So the Australian government are seeking authorization, an instrument of authorization, to administer to their own people a poison. A poison. Okay, so they know the graphene oxide vaccinations are poison. Let's go to the PDF. And bear in mind, I've just come across this, and I want to. This is breaking news. I don't, I haven't seen it anywhere else. I don't know if anyone's got else has got it, but I want to get it on quick. So, I haven't even read this properly yet. In fact, I've only just read a little bit here. So, join me with this uh, absolute nightmare. Always in plain sight, of course. Always on a PDF, just like the EU roadmap and the EU global vaccination tyranny was on a PDF, instrument of authorization, authorization to supply or administer a poison, 
SARS-CoV-2 COVID-19 vaccine by the Australian De Defence Force. Okay, so that'll be, you know, they're all in it together. Five Eyes, they're subordinate to the Americans. You know, it's still, like I say, there is no, they're all globalists on this on this level, especially the military these days. Disgusting. Dr. Andrew, so they know they're administering a poison, okay? We've got it here in black and white. This is going to be front page news, of course, on every news channel in the world tomorrow. This is breaking news. Yeah, it's going to be all over the front page of the Daily Mail, the Sun, in the UK, the Mirror. Yeah, of course it is. Okay, so you heard it here first on BitChute. Dr. Andrew Robertson, Chief Health Officer, acting pursuant to Sections 197 and 198 Public Health Act 2016, that gives power for the purpose of emergency management during a public health state of emergency to authorise a person to supply or administer a poison. A poison. <laughs> you have uncovered something. You have been paying attention to these Spanish researchers. We have talked about graphene oxide. But you are now here, willing and ready to say that this is 100% proof that this is nothing but mass poisoning, mass murder, genocide. It is most definitely a poison. Okay, it is these people have found, these Spanish researchers have found that over 99% of the Pfizer vaccine is graphene oxide. Is that right? That is correct. Stu, there's no other reason for this to be in here except to murder people. Okay. So Hereby authorize the persons occupying. We heard that that interview earlier. So the class of positions in column one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so like I say, they can absolutely just get away with everything. It's all official, right there, a government document. You can read it for yourself. And they can just put it in plain sight. Um, so they've had permission to authorize a poison. So people going to die. What what does what does a poison do? Yeah, okay. Oh my God! Kills you. Let's print this document out. This PDF. I seem to pop that. I'm forwarding ahead a little Massive. bit. I mean, this is a. I, I think that's good. I, I think we. That's enough of that one. I mean, because you know everything we've done today is, is proving that you know it's a genocidal poison. You know. Then the next report: UK politician admits lie on live television that the more COVID vaccines people have had, the more likely they are to get and transmit COVID, and that's the reason that they're. They're doing it, at least one of the reasons. You've got sterilization. You've got, you know, spreading the the, the spike proteins and the variants by the vaccinated hordes to other people and then blaming the unvaccinated. You have the in inevitable genocide that will occur. You have all the death and misery that the demons and devils feed off that this kill shot will produce. And then you have the inevitable um, uh, medical pharma cartel getting, making you know, dare I say, they'll end up making trillions more off all the death, misery, suffering, death from the uh, kill shots in the long run, in the long term, because for a lot of people, it'll be a very long, slow, controlled death. Uh, there's so many satanic reasons. Then you have, okay, let's take all our rights away because the vaccinated won't get vaccinated, so now we can kick your door in and take your guns and force vaccinate you because you don't care about the rest of humanity, even though this is what's killing everybody. You've got so many satanic, wonderful reasons for why they're doing this. You know, I just want to point out a few for you there. So a politician in the United Kingdom has admitted on television that people who have received the COVID kill shot actually carry and spread the coronavirus to others. Uh, Grant Sharps, a member of the British Parliament and Transport Secretary, appeared on TV and quite casually revealed, we, don't, we know that 
double vaccinated or fully vaccinated for COVID are much more likely to get and carry coronavirus. This seems to mean they lied to you all along and told you that after you were fully vaccinated, you could go back to a normal life, but that was never, ever, ever the case. Let's hear it straight from the horse's mouth. Grant Shapps about this. Good morning, Grant Shapps. Morning. Morning. Um, you, would you please explain the evidence that um, you've looked at to make this decision? Yeah, we know that double vaccinated or fully vaccinated people uh, are much more likely to get and also carry um, the coronavirus. Um, so there comes a point where, you know, there's a, a balance to be made by allowing people to see perhaps friends and family or even go on holidays uh, to countries which are in the amber um, category, which are the vast majority of countries uh, in the world. Uh, and that's that's where we've got to, based on the advice of, of chief medical officer and, and others. Okay, so let me just play that again. A little bit of uh, are much more likely to get. Yeah, we know that double vaccinated or fully vaccinated people uh, are much more likely to get and also carry um, the coronavirus. Okay, so that's why we get vaccinated. So because we're, we're then much more likely to get and then carry, which means spread the coronavirus. So, you know, so again, they're just, they're announcing it in plain sight for anybody that has any kind of discernment, wisdom, understanding, knowledge, wits about them. They're, they're, it's right in your face. I've already given you, I don't know how many examples in the last, I don't know, 20 minutes of this. And, you know, they just want you to be fully warned as, you know, they're killing you. Now they're telling you that you're basically a typhoid Mary if you're, if you're getting the kill shots. And it gets worse. The vaccinated actually become breeding grounds for the immune, uh, the immune escape variants of the virus. Since the new messenger RNA vaccines do not make you more immune to the virus, they just lower the severity. Um, they do not make you immune to the virus. They just lower the severity, allowing the vaccinated to carry and spread dangerous mutated variants. I don't know about lowering the severity, but it's, it allows the vaccinated to carry and spread dangerous mutated variants of the virus that escape the programmed messenger RNA immune response. If, if anything, it's going to increase the severity because so many people are dropping dead being the most severe reaction you could get this revelation by a uk politician fits the warnings previously issued by nobel prize winner luck montager who said quote the vaccines cause the variants okay nobel prize winner then we have this these are some of the newest kill shot um, official kill shot uh, stats straight from the cdc and more kill shot headlines nearly eleven thousand killed dead after the covid19 vaccines according to cdc as uh, FDA adds new warning to J&J &J vaccine, various released data today by the CDC showed a total of only 463,000, over 463,000 reports of adverse events. Only, I mean, wow, that seems pretty safe. From all age groups, including 10,991 deaths. Yeah. So, yeah, they're... Uh, they're really going great guns. And then we have this CDC caught deleting 150,000 of the vaccine death cases from the VAERS website. Now, go to this link for a half hour breakdown of how they're doing it. It's it's too complicated for me to get into, but he goes, he goes like, he'll, he'll show you specific cases and show you what they're doing. But there's a 150,000 they're saying that they're hiding. I, like I said before, this whole, now they're admitting to almost 11,000 deaths. I mean, yeah. Add a couple zeros and it's probably a little more accurate. Okay. 
But they're cooking the books so many different ways and hiding the real numbers, and then they're not letting any of this get out, obviously. You know. Then CDC report last week, more COVID vaccine deaths than COVID, COVID deaths. Well, we just covered that. Their European database, um, their adverse reaction, like the equivalent of their CDC, says that now they've got uh, 17,500 deaths from the kill shot, which they're ahead of us because we're only at 11. Uh, but again, this is what they're willing to admit to, and they're at 17.5. And only 1.7 million injured by the kill shot. 50% of the 1.7 are serious injuries. Well, they're all serious, but evidently serious meaning more life-threatening. So yeah, I mean, what's not to like about the kill shot? It's got such a great track record already, and we're only like, you know, what? A total of about eight months into this? No, no, seven, I'm sorry. Seven. We're only seven months into this. Um, woman with life-altering injuries after COVID vaccine teams up with U.S. senators to demand answers. Brian Drensen, who accumulated more than 250000 in medical bills after participating in AstraZeneca's COVID kill shot vaccine chemical trial, is collaborating with two U.S. senators to get help for other injured by the COVID vaccines. Well, you should have done your homework before you took the kill shot, Brianna. I'm glad, though, you're going after him. I am. I am, but, you know, this is another obviously calculated. They want a weak, sick, dumbed-down population. And in the kill shot, it's just one more way they're going to bring us to that because they're, they want us to be all dependent upon the kill shots. Well, Jones said today that they're planning on doing a 10, 10 kill shots a year where you'll just have to constantly go like once a month just about on average to get your kill shot because you'll be your own immune system at least this is the line of garbage they'll try to sell you will be totally dependent upon more kill shots and then more getting more updates on the 5g with all the nanotech in the kill shots and maybe there's a element of truth to some of that i don't know you know but this is what happens when you give yourself wholly fully body soul and spirit over to satan because I equate that with this. I really do. Next report. U.S. health officials says COVID-19 boosters could risk uh, more serious side effects. Oh, you think? Then another report. It's vaccinated. It's the vaccinated who are spreading uh, the evolution of variants and spreading them to others, including the Delta variant. Then vax causing same symptoms as COVID. Uh, well, yeah, because it's all about graphene oxide at this point. Graphene oxide causes loss of taste and smell and metallic taste and all that stuff. And it's 99% of the, at least the Pfizer vaccine of that graphene oxide. And then it's contaminating the masks and then it's contaminating the test kits among other horrible things that they put in there. So of course it's going to cause loss of taste and smell because that's a side effect of graphene oxide poisoning. There you go. Doctor says heart failure from messenger RNA jobs will kill most people. Another doctor says that. Then Brandy Vaughn, ex uh, Merck rep, blows the whistle on vaccines um, coming for all of us. Uh, on the vaccines coming for all of us. Oh, and she's dead. <laughs> Whistleblower from Merck. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah. She said that the, they're coming for all of us with the vaccines. She just, she just so happened turned up dead. Imagine that. Hmm. I'm sure there's no correlation anyway then msm hiding deaths and damage from covid vaccines then watch u.s military giving the kids daily vaccines at schools now 
under the cover of darkness behind the schools. Yeah, I'm going to play that video if I can get to it. Then Dr. Charlie Hoff, messenger RNA vaccines will kill most people through heart failure. And 62% um, of them already have microscopic blood clots. Well, yeah, because the graphene oxide, one of the main things it does is it produces thrombus. Thrombi. Blood clots. Strokes. Graphene oxide. Yeah. Now, there's other things in there, I believe, that can do that as well. You know, the ACE2 inhibitors, uh, the spike proteins in, in attacking the ACE2 inhibitors that line the veins and the arteries and the heart. That can also cause strokes and heart attacks and things of this nature. So this is really a, um, this vaccine's an equal opportunity employer. I mean, it, 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 it just, it can kill you so many ways, so many ways that, that um, it can take you out, you know. I'm forgetting probably, you know, 70, 80% of the different ways it can kill you. <sighs> so then we have, uh, what's the next one? Moderna rep um, admits the vaccine is experimental and everyone is taking part in a clinical trial with unknown consequences. There's a Moderna rep that's still alive, I guess. Unlike, oh no, Brandy Vaughn was an ex-Merck rep and she's dead though. Then, um, photo UK elderly vaccinated without consent inside home. They're unable to talk or walk now. And shows a picture of them. They're just like, they're laying there in this couch like vegetables. But eh, that's acceptable losses. They should have, you know. Now, it's not their fault. They weren't, they weren't, they were like, I think they had, they weren't in great shape anyway, but they're the most vulnerable. And I think that's where I get the most angry about those types of people that, you know, they don't even know what's being done to them. Ugh. So then we have this. A much greater risk if you travel with vaccinated pilots. Airline pilots. Internal airline docs expose truth. Now, um, I think I was going to, yeah. I'm going to just play this other one. Yeah. Because it's Dr. Jane Ruby and Stu Peters. And this is an updated audio of what the one i just mentioned but they cover the same info but it's more updated so here's here's the full title a much greater risk if you travel with vaccinated airline pilots horrific five jet blue airline pilots are dead now among the many other pilots that are dropping dead from the covid kill shot media intentionally hiding vax deaths and injuries what is the point of all this they're trying to bring human well they're trying to bring drone or 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 um robot pilotless air travel is the ultimate goal okay non-human is is the whole goal of this and he doesn't get into that until the very end but he will he will get into that and, and it makes sense it really does welcome to the Stu peters show broadcasting live from the cortez wealth management studios on this 16th of july 2021 my name is Stu peters earlier this week we brought you leaked emails those emails were penned by Todd Ensler, Master Executive Chair to the Airline Pilots Association. In those emails, he was using incredibly grotesque, extremely inexcusable language directed at a pilot who simply had questions regarding the legality of perceived coercion mandates in a letter of approval between that association and United Airlines pilots. Now, that LOA unequivocally forces pilots to take the needle in the arm or sit out. Ride the pine, stay out of the cockpit, be at home, on the couch, earning no pay. 
Now, we discussed how incredibly dangerous that is for you and your family when you're traveling by air. As the threat of pilots throwing blood clots, well, at the controls of these $230 million aircraft at 40,000 feet, has been medically documented and publicly disseminated. Fact checkers can't argue. There's just no arguing that this is a serious issue. Now, we have previously reported on four confirmed deaths of British Airways pilots. They all died within one week. All of them reportedly received the jab, now proven to contain a toxic substance called graphene oxide. Lead stories will lie to you and tell you that it's false. It is fact. Today, a tragic report is emerging. Dr. Jane Ruby is standing by. She's here to bring us yet another eye-popping bombshell. Now, we have discussed these four dead British Airways pilots. We have also covered several Delta pilots who are reported dead. An unconscious pilot was removed from the cockpit of a cargo plane on a Canadian runway. Thank God that plane had not been airborne. All of them had reportedly been jabbed with these shots being called vaccines. The Airline Pilots Association, along with major carriers like United, are taking a militant stance, really posturing against their pilots. And Dr. Ruby is here with yet another extremely horrific report to bring us today. Yes, Stu, thanks for, for having me back. Uh, this is uh, another bombshell, an airline we have not heard about or from uh, yet. It's a, a JetBlue. A pilot has come forward who's still actively in the company to let us know that five JetBlue pilots passed away between February of this year and May. Uh, there's no direct information yet uh, about their jab status, but he, this pilot does acknowledge that the company is keeping that kind of thing very quiet. In fact, he said to us that as of 2021, the airlines ceased recognizing the passing of any employees with internal memos, unless of course the cause, in his words, were obviously not injection-related COVID. Uh, so these five pilots were based out of uh, Logan Airport in Boston, and they ranged in age from 31 to 60. And I wanna share with the audience today who these people are, uh, because this, this is ridiculous. Um, as we've told you before, we've been, in, we've been informed by the aviation industry and these internal whistleblowers that pilots are some of the most healthy uh, 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 workers in the world. Their health is scrutinized every six months. They have extensive physical exams, including blood work and urinalysis, as well as other uh, uh, analyses. So to find that five pilots have died within a two to three month period of this year is highly, highly suspicious. Now I've provided your producers with the photographs of these people and I wanna share this with the audience because I think this is important. The first, uh, deceased pilot is Captain Robert Glenn Hampton. He's a former United States Air Force pilot. He's from uh, Goldsboro, North Carolina. And Captain Hampton was only 60 years old. The second victim was Captain Alexander Ross Given. He died on February 17th of this year. He was only 50 years old. Um, and he was, a, he was a JetBlue pilot. The third pilot was Captain Benjamin C. Ingram, only 31 years old. And Stu, here's the interesting They're thing. They're showing pictures of these different pilots. About Captain Ingram. They claimed in his obituary that he passed away from end-stage cancer. And the interesting thing is from our internal whistleblower at JetBlue, gives us a little bit of context and said, the cause of death for Captain Ingram was listed as cancer. but. Given the extensive uh, health checkups that pilots get, 
Uh, this, this pilot said, a diagnosis of cancer at any time would medically ground a pilot for at least two years. So how could this, this pilot die from cancer as his cause, end-stage cancer? He, he wouldn't have even been currently flying. And all five of these, by the way, I'm told. Did you get that last part? Meaning, if you're any diagnosis of cancer, you're grounded from flight for two years. Well, he evidently just died suddenly from cancer. Well, isn't that kind of hard when you're getting all these health checkups all the time because you're in charge of these planes flying thirty to 40,000 feet and there's hundreds of people? No, they're, they're doing a lot of health checks. There's no way that could have escaped all their health checks. So it's a lie. He didn't die of cancer. He died of the kill shot, but they've got to fake and fudge and cook the books like they're doing on a scale we've never known before. We're currently active flying uh, when they passed away. Um, the next victim that I want to share with the audience is Captain Alan Herring, was only 47 years old. He was from Laurel Fork, Virginia. And then the last uh, pilot to share with you is, is uh, Mark Daigle. He is from Orlando, Florida. He was only 57 years old, Stu. And I wanted to share some additional information from this internal JetBlue pilot. Uh, who basically says the airlines have set up, at least his airline, has set up free injection sites throughout their systems. And it's very confidential to try to find out who has had the jab among their coworkers um, and, and, and who wouldn't. But he said that it's, it's really important to think about it because the airlines themselves have told pilots, when you get your jab, there's going to be a 48-hour no-fly window after, afterwards. Um, so, so the airlines themselves know that th there is a danger to their pilots and, and they give them that 48-hour window uh, before they can come back. Um, and this pilot also said he, he's actually corroborating a lot of what we've previously reported uh, from our other internal whistleblowers that getting jabbed lifts many of the restrictions in bidding, ability to bid for higher paying jobs, longer destinations, more lucrative situations, which right now overrides their seniority status. Because so in other words, it's the, okay, free beer, free donuts, free tickets to the ball game. You, you take the kill shot, you're going to get all this preferential treatment about making more money and whatever. And it's going to trump anybody's seniority even. So it's a quick way, if somebody's got seniority, it's a quick way you can jump ahead of them. And granted, I mean, you know, now you're you're dead man walking, but, you know, you'll have the, the you'll make a little more money on the little amount of time you have left on this planet, most likely. They, they don't have the choice. And he closed by saying, most pilots love their profession. They're very safe-minded. They choose to be team players. And a lot of them, unfortunately, are trusting the system right now. But, Stu, obviously, they're being wiped out. A system that has been weaponized against them. And we see what happens when a pilot reaches out to the person who they pay this person's salary. Todd Insler, for example, at United Airlines, the executive master chairman to the United Airline Pilots Association or to the Airline Pilots Association, is attacking people who ask a question. He is supposed to be representing the pilots, all of them, not just a specific group of them. And we've alluded to the stressful environment that this is creating. It's creating nothing but division uh, amongst the pilot group, specifically in the cockpit. Is that dangerous? It, any added stress for a pilot is obviously dangerous. So we've gone from four in a week at British Airways. 
multiple unconfirmed reports of Delta Airlines. They're keeping that really close to the chest, of course, because we are over here exposing all of this information. They don't want this stuff getting out. Believe me, this is not good for the airline's bottom line, which in turn is not good for the big hedge funds that are the financiers of these airlines. Who are those hedge funds managed by? Is it BlackRock? Is it Rockefeller Banking System? You know, I mean, these are really big players in the game. People are scared to death to talk about stuff like this. People end up dead, roadside bombs and uh, weird accidents and heart attacks all the time uh, for bringing forward information like this. So these airline pilots, uh, they're being very careful. The airlines themselves are being very careful. They have a business to run. But then, you know, these Delta plus the British Airways, plus this guy on the runway in Canada, and now five suspicious deaths of JetBlue pilots. And this information is coming from an active pilot with JetBlue Airlines. This is a, this is a story that we are obviously going to continue to follow. And you know, as far as that master chairman executive, uh, Todd Insler, if he hasn't already been fired, terminated, he should resign. He should step down. He is not fulfilling his duty to these pilots to protect them, number one. But more so important, his job uh, to protect the pilots in turn protects families. You, me, our kids traveling at 40,000 feet in these aircraft across the country, around the world, and these pilots are in serious danger. If the, yeah. if the airlines, Dr. Ruby, are saying they're cautioning, you know, in the international, cautioning, jabbed passengers from flying, don't fly, you know, increase risk of blood flow, be very careful here. How can they then in turn do that? I mean, this is, this is, I'm living in bizarro world. Sue, when that pilot who wrote to Insler uh, and brought up the Nuremberg Code, he was doing it because he was trying to ask, how is this not violating, you know, our informed consent rights, our, our personal safety? Uh, and, and, and when Insler replied, he really touched, that pilot touched a nerve, because when Insler replied with such anger and said, just take the effing shot, uh, you know that they're hitting a chord. They know that they're not on any solid legal ground to do this. And I think when all of this comes out, uh, and I hope the pilots all coalesce who have not taken this jab, and maybe even those that have, and now know and now see the veil is dropped, uh, what they were coerced into, I really hope that um, they can all come together and put a stop to this and shut down the airline industry maybe for a day or a week to get yeah. everyone's attention and stop this. Insler has been offered free air travel, first class, around the world, he and his family at any time for life. That's unethical and probably illegal. I have talked to multiple United Airlines pilots now since breaking that story on him and those leaked emails earlier this week. Uh, they have all said that they suspect that this is happening. They have questioned him about it. He has some way in a roundabout way kind of denied that that's, but has yet to prove that he has denied that agreement. He is being paid. He is being uh, stipend. He is being compensated for leading these pilots to their potential death, and he doesn't care. But what's more important is, in turn, leading millions of daily air travelers directly into harm's way. Yes.
Yes, this is the concern I think that everyone should have. Uh, the, the biggest, the bigger concern, and you rightfully pointed out, is that every time you step on an airplane right now, a commercial airplane, you have no idea what the vaccine status is, number one. Number two, we're finding out more and more uh, ugly news about what's in these uh, vaccine injections. We're calling them vaccines erroneously, but what's in these injections, we see people, we see stories all around us that people are getting ill. They don't feel well. How many pilots and flight attendants have been jabbed who don't feel well, who have dizzy moments, mm -hmm. who aren't feeling uh, strong enough, who have profound fatigue in the middle of a flight, but they don't want to admit it because they, A, can't maybe put it together with the recent jab, and B, if they do, they're going to be yanked off and not be able to make a living. But eventually, Stu, if they don't all come together and figure this out, nobody's going to be making a living in that industry, and a lot of people are going to be hurt. Dr. Jane Ruby, thank you so much. We appreciate you being here. Thank you, Stu. So as we continue to bring the facts, the argument that will be made by the lying communist propagandists sucking off the tit of the globalists that want you dead, also referred to as fact checkers over at Lead Stories, they might say, well, Peters has no proof. There's no proof that these pilots, Sorry, that one slipped through. Sorry. pilots are dying from this injection. Well, I'll just trust that you'll defer to common sense. Hear me out on this one. Look at our history. Objectively ask yourself if at any time in our past, alarming numbers of pilots were just passing away, killing over, dropping dead, particularly multiple pilots, medically scrutinized, extremely healthy individuals held to some of the highest standards on planet Earth, and four of them within one week at one airline, <coughs> and now five at another airline. It would be all over the place. There would be no way that you could escape that headline. Every single newsstand, every internet site that you went to, every major broadcast network, cable news networks, it would be everywhere. Pilots dropping dead, caution, don't fly, warning, everywhere. Your life is in danger. But they're not. Not only are they ignoring it, but they're suppressing it. They're outwardly attacking it. These people that lead stories, who are they owned by? Who finances them? These people at the USA Today, who are their chief financiers? Is lead stories running cover for the World Economic Forum? Is Klaus Schwab wargaming with the hedge funds that finance the major air carriers? Are those at the round table intentionally making air travel deadly with the hopes to push an agenda that includes a transition to pilotless aircraft? Right. One could simply look at the industry-wide conferences available online, like TED Talks. You'd have the same information as I. Airbus completed its initial A350 pilotless testing in 2019 and 2020. Boeing and Honeywell have had the technology for decades, and they're open about promoting it right out in the wide open on their publicly viewable websites. FedEx has recently conducted testing on its smaller cargo aircraft. This isn't science fiction. I mean, come on, folks. We have been told that the military has been very successful with its pilotless programs, and that also continues, not only continues, but is being ramped up. So the questions are legitimate. Why is Master Executive Chairman Captain Todd Ensler still employed by United, still reigning over pilots after sending an openly anti-Semitic ultimatum to a pilot who pays union dues for Ensler's representation? If the airline was concerned about your safety, he'd be gone. And the incessant push to stick anything in the arm of a pilot, specifically something that's been scientifically proven to be harmful, would immediately cease. But if the transition of pilotless air travel to save billions per year in labor costs is the ultimate goal, 
Maybe dying pilots and planes falling from the sky would create a public perception of unsafe human operators, thereby creating the justification that they need to eliminate that job altogether. And to do that, you'd have to purge the system of any non-compliant or uninjected pilots. So that LOA is... They're already doing that. I mean, you know, it's going to be, you know, vax or, you know, like you said, ride the pine, (laughs) which is, I think, a term in like baseball when... You know, you're, or I don't know, like the pine, like it's a pine bench and, and you're riding it because you're, you're second string or third string. You're going to ride the pine. That's what he meant by that. Suddenly starting to make sense. But besides the reality of your pilot dying in mid flight, sending you to your final plummet to a fiery death, what does the FAA have to say about any of this? Why hasn't the Federal Aviation Administration held a press conference? Why aren't aviation officials? running to the nearest broadcast camera to address the documented medical issues as pilots develop blood clots and myocarditis. You can't unvax. They're all part of Team Satan, just like every other governmental thing is. Pilots, or anyone for that matter. And if the young pilots may have already forced themselves into compliance by getting injected, you have to keep in mind that they have to have medications to mitigate. So I the- guess he's doing that gun thing because he's saying medications and injected and uh, for the sake of Facebook, even though this is on Rumble, I, I guess it's on Facebook, uh, maybe on YouTube as well. The risk of said blood clots and myocarditis. But what if those medications aren't aviation compliant, making even the compliant injected pilots, quote, not medically qualified to serve for flight? Okay, so we have that. Uh, now, I was just kind of searching the headlines, as I do, and this just broke. The guy we just heard from, messenger RNA vaccine inventor, the guy that we just heard from, okay, that's so worried about what's going on, how the, the, the highest vaccinated countries have the highest COVID rates and the lowest vaccinated have the lowest. Well, this just came out. And uh, the inventor of the messenger RNA technology currently used in COVID-19 shots says he was told that he may be assassinated for questioning the ethics of launching an experimental vaccine rollout without informing the public about possible risks. Clinical scientist and researcher Dr. Robert Malone made the alarming admission on Twitter on Sunday, claiming that, quote, an experienced journalist told him his life was in danger for speaking publicly about the risks that come with taking the messenger RNA kill shot. Uh, he goes on to say, quote, I, so I hope that this is hyperbole and an overreaction, but last night an experienced journalist told me that I need to get a security, meaning like a security team, because I was in the risk of being assassinated, Malone wrote. Um, so I hope that this is hyperbole and an overreaction, but last night, okay, oh, oh, the same quote. And uh, let's see what else he said. He says, I don't know what to even begin to think about this. I'm just a middle-class person. I need security. Well, you just entered on the battlefield, dude. So, and you're on a battlefield where they shoot to kill. Okay. They're they're shooting up the whole population and killing a whole bunch of people. A lot of people are going to die. So, if they got to take out somebody like you, that's no sweat off their brow. Okay, no big deal. Um... Malone lamented he couldn't afford private security detail. He says, how am I to pay for security? I do not have a sponsor. I'm not being paid for any of this work. This is all volunteer. Well, you should have kept your mouth shut, Robert, Dr. Malone. You should have been a good little Nazi and just kept your mouth shut. Nah, 
I don't mean that. I'm glad he did it, but you know, I don't want him to get killed either. I mean, God protect the guy. May may he save this guy. May God use him in a mighty, mighty way to get the truth out. But he's learning real quick the stakes um, that come with playing on this battlefield. You know, this is the biggest, most satanic mass genocide agenda that the world has ever known from any time era. They they didn't have the technology back in Genesis or you know, pre or post flood or, or in Jesus's day or afterward, they did not have the technology to do what they can do today on a mass global scale with a thing like this kill shot. So this is the stakes are about as high as you could possibly even conceive. Another user noted that Malone, by being such a prominent voice speaking out against the vaccines, risks stopping the flow of billions of dollars. And that was precisely the point, Malone replied, referring to the journalists. Um, his, his concerns aren't unwarranted. Several scientists and individuals linked to COVID-19 research or activism have been murdered or died mysteriously in the past year alone. Uh, this has been going on for years, though. They've been murdering holistic doctors. You know, Steve Quayle, I think, has got a whole thing on murdered scientists on his website. Now, this is going way back, though. This has nothing to do with even the COVID thing. So I wanted you to be aware of that. That just broke. Um, let's see here. All right. So let's go back to the report here. There's always so much breaking information. And then we have this. Um, just a few weeks ago, I was talking with a friend on the phone, and she told me something that had both of us scratching her heads. When she went to make a flight reservation for her husband, the woman asked if her husband had been vaccinated. Uh, my friend responded saying no, he had not, and asked if that would be an issue with his ticket. The woman on the line making the making the air reservation said that that would not be an issue, but if he had been vaccinated, that she would have cautioned him not to fly. Now, you just heard Stu Peters say that, that, they, that a lot of people have been cautioned about not flying. I mean, they ground you the first 48 hours after they give you the kill shot, you know, just to see if you're going to throw a blood clot or an embolism or have some severe reaction to the kill shot, the pilots, and but, you know, they're still dropping dead, but, um, and how many of them dropped dead in that first 48-hour period, who knows? I mean, that does happen quite a bit. Then this goes on to say, my friend asked why she was asking this since this was something she had not heard or read anywhere, meaning about um, if he had been vaccinated, don't fly. She hadn't heard that. The airline reservations then proceeded to tell her that several people who had been vaccinated are developing blood clots at a certain altitude and they believe it is from the vaccine. Now, you've got the blood clots from two, really, I think the, the two main sources, graphene oxide, okay, which, again, as we've documented, one of the main symptoms when you poison somebody with it, because it is a poison, is thrombus formation, which is, you know, leads to blood clots, which leads to strokes, which can lead to heart attacks and these types of things then you have the spike proteins that are um uh, attacking the ace2 genes receptors in the body that primarily line the veins and the arteries and then you could look at the heart and that's another reason people are dropping dead from heart attacks because of that reaction so there's a couple different ways that and who knows there's probably more than that that i don't even know about but Okay, let's listen to a brief clip again from Stu Peters and Dr. Day um, about this uh, this internal airline docs illustrate risk of air travel with vaccinated pilots. Stu, thanks for helping get this out. Uh, 
I have a document from United Airlines to the American uh, Pilots Association of America that's based in McLean, Virginia. Uh, in this document, they actually, it's it's upwards, it's 80. It's at least 80 in their words. Uh, I'm sorry, it's Dr. Jane Ruby. I was getting her confused with Lorraine Day, I think. Anyway, sorry. Your producers with a copy of this document. It's called The Brief, and it is internal. And I actually it was sent to me by several uh, United Airlines uh, employees. I'm not going to specify what their roles are in the company uh, because I want to keep it as high level as possible and protect them. But 80% in this document, it says that 80% of this of the entire United Airlines family is now uh, injected. And uh, what they're doing is they want to, before they go to mandates, which they are headed for, uh, even for that last 20 percent, right. uh, they are incentivizing or attempting to incentivize pilots, flight attendants and other staff, uh, believe it or not, uh, with extra hours, with a bonus payment. Mm -hmm. And they, they calculate it in hours. So 5.15 uh, you know, hours for this company. And if you get the jab from, you know, uh, Johnson and Johnson, you get this amount. I mean, it, it's just preposterous. On what scientific basis are they doing anything like that in terms of the bonus? And and they're also giving them free chili foot long chili cheese dogs and Hulk Hogan commemorative beer koozies. And Chia Pets, that's also another thing that they're using as an incentive. They're, they they say in the document uh, that they want to get as much volunteer, uh, you know, compliance as possible before they get to the mandate. Um, and so this is really unbelievable. At the same time, these airlines are warning publicly, the flying public, that if they've been injected with these 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 experimental jabs that they should reconsider flying right now okay so that goes on it, we've kind of covered some of that but i wanted that was a good little reiteration of that particular part now let's go to the next report uh health officials admitting vaccines are unsafe and the aluminum nanoparticles that are in them which is a uh, something i haven't discussed a lot do enter the brain remember all the major category all the major um covid vaccines are also cultured off aborted babies you know, it, there's just there's so many wicked aspects to this kill shot. It just boggles the mind, you know. OK, this looks like a guy. Um, public health committee, public hearing on proposed legislation concerning immunizations. Y'all going to stop calling anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists crazy or stupid right now. Listen, that we put into vaccines is a different kind of aluminum that we see environmentally. This is so he's saying the kind of aluminum we put into vaccines is, is a different kind of aluminum than we see. Um, I, what did he say? Uh, last sentence. Different kind of aluminum that we see environmentally. Oh, environmentally, okay. This is called a nanoparticle. And nanoparticles bind really tightly to the bacteria antigens, the virus antigens, uh, aluminum nanoparticles, which is one of the chief constituents of chemtrails, is one of the big reasons why people are having all kinds of brain uh, issues. And it's cumulative. It's very hard to detox out of the body. Um, silica is one of the only ways I know of to get aluminum out of the body. Okay, Fluoride and bromine and chlor chlorine, you use iodine for that. Silica goes after aluminum. Uh, the problem is, is that once it gets through the blood-brain barrier, it's harder to get to. Um, that's, you know, I have silica that I, I take about one a day just 
you know, it's really good for your bones. It's good for your skin. And um, it's one of the only ways I know how to get aluminum. And, and we're being exposed to aluminum no, no, no matter what. Chemtrails and they hide it in food things and they put it in vaccines. And it's, it's one of the main causes of Alzheimer's. And I'm sure a huge contributing factor with any kind of dementia or brain issue itself. So, yeah. Food protein antigens and any other contaminants that are in the vaccines that we may not know about. And we know that the biochemical properties of nanoparticles is that they are capable of entering the brain. And so we have not evaluated the safety of the aluminum nanoparticle and its injection and where it goes when it gets into the body and whether it gets into the brain. Do vaccine ingredients belong in the brain? No. Do they get into the brain? No one has ever studied it. But animal studies using the same chemicals that are in vaccines that we give to children directly demonstrate that the vaccine ingredients do enter the brain. We are ignoring this information. There are scientists in Europe who've actually done studies on the aluminum nanoparticle and have shown that it can persist in the brain for years and decades. Of course. And so what we're seeing is a large outbreak of neurodevelopmental disabilities in adults, including Alzheimer's. And one of the main factors that they're finding... Now, in this is Dr. Larry... Palivsky, yeah, Palivsky, pediatrician, Northport Wellness Center, and he's speaking before some kind of, I don't know, governmental hearing. In the brains of people with Alzheimer's is the aluminum nanoparticle. That's what I just said. Aluminum is like one of the main, main, main things that causes Alzheimer's. So anybody that has Alzheimer's should be on silica or some kind of silica de derivative or uh, su supplement type product and also be taking coconut oil, uh, and fish oils because the brain is primarily fat and coconut oil is extremely good for any kind of dementia any kind of alzheimer's any kind of thing going on with your brain okay organic cold pressed virgin coconut oil is the best okay and then also really good um heavy metal filtered fish oil i don't sell the coconut i, I have a really good fish oil um that's molecularly filtered out the heavy metals because you know that tends to occur in fish uh then there's other things that, there's other products that you can do for brain function um i've got one called cognitive enhancer which is just a whole bunch of different things that you know helps brain function um ginkgo and uh, acetyl l-carnitine and choline and different kinds of carnitine and things like, or choline, I'm sorry. So there, there are, in fact, I've got a whole file on uh, Alzheimer's, dementia, that, that I send out to people. It tells you way more than I even am going over now. That's directly related to the vaccines that we're giving. So we have never studied. So he's saying that the aluminum, these aluminum nanoparticles in the vaccines are directly related to the Alzheimer's gigantic. It, you know, I, I put the stat out before that the, the flu shots anybody that got like every time you got a flu shot your risk of alzheimer's went up i don't know how many like five percent or three or four percent for every and then the effects are cumulative meaning if you had had oh i got my flu shot every year well you know by the 10th year you know you're you're probably most certainly gonna unless your body's very very efficient at dealing with all that aluminum you're putting into it and most likely it's not whether the aluminum that we're giving in vaccines gets into the brain and we've never measured whether it stays in the brain and what it does if it does stay in the brain. But we do know that vaccines are supposed to cause inflammation in the body. 
but we have more than half of our children with chronic inflamed conditions. And we've never allowed ourselves to ask the question, if the vaccines cause inflammation acutely, do they continue to create inflammation chronically? We have one in five with neurodevelopmental disabilities, one in 10 with ADD and ADHD, one in 35 with autism, one in 11 with asthma, and one in 20 under the age of five with seizures. And the autoimmune diseases are exponentially rising, and we are finding that the viruses and the bacteria that we're injecting into the body, along with the adjuvants, create something called molecular mimicry, which means the body sees those viruses thinking that it's foreign, but actually finds pieces of those viruses that match pieces of the self. And the immune system doesn't differentiate between what it's been told to reject and itself. So it will turn the immune system on itself, leading to an autoimmune condition. We know this about hepatitis B, we know it about the Gardasil vaccine, and we know it about the flu vaccine. And we continue to say unequivocally that the vaccines have been studied effectively and that they're safe. And that's just not true. So we have that. That guy was an honest doctor. Uh, which is refreshing. Uh, other ways you can get aluminum foil is one of the one of the worst things that you might kick cooking on it. Uh, it's one of the best ways to get a whole bunch of aluminum into the body. Okay. Um, medical experts warn that exposure to this metal aluminum may result in mental decline, loss of coordination, bodily control, memory, and balance, and the effects can be long lasting. Uh, it can also affect the bones as well as metal accumulates inside bones, taking over calcium and the competition for tight bone space, the end result is much needed, much needed um, the loss of much needed calcium for proper bone health. Uh, aluminum foil has been linked with, and aluminum in general, pulmonary fibrosis and other respiratory issues. Uh, grilling with aluminum products is the same effect, especially if you're heating it. Uh, aluminum pans would be like horribly horrible to use uh teflon's horrible though too um you know the ceramic you know probably uh, stainless steel and i know stainless steel doesn't greatest to cook on but it's like way better than aluminum or teflon or anything like that um when exposed to high temperatures aluminum foil releases parts of metal into the food these tiny pieces are not released and they leach into the food and it's even worse if you add spices or lemon or something like marinara which is acidic to it that'll really get the aluminum out which then you look at coke well they're all in aluminum cans yeah and coke's highly acidic from all the phosphoric acid so it leaches the aluminum off the off the can should never drink out of aluminum should never eat off it it's all by design to kill us okay and then you got all the other garbage in Coke. And then if you go to Coke Zero or the other ones, they have all the, the devil um, sweeteners, the, the, the sugar-free sweeteners, which are all neurotoxic as well and can mimic MS-like symptoms and asphaltane potassium, NutraSweet, um, all that stuff. Any kind of artificial, they're all bad. They're, none of them are good. Sugar's better than that. And sugar's not great, but it's better than the artificial sweeteners that have no calories, Okay. Um, so anyway, I kind of, kind of got off. He discovered, okay, Dr. Eslam Zubadi, a chemical engineer at the American University of Shar 
Sharaja, has studied the effects of aluminum on cooking. He discovered that one meal cooked in aluminum foil can basically contain up to 400 milligrams of aluminum. The higher the temperature, the more the leaching. Foil is not suitable for cooking and is not suitable for using with vegetables like tomatoes, citrus, citrus juices, or spices because the acidity, again, and again, what do you have in a Coke can? And most soft drinks, you've got acidity. The phosphoric acid in the Coke, I mean, if you put nails in Coke, it, can, it will eventually dissolve nails. And that's why it can be bad on the teeth and it can be bad on leaching calcium from the bones. It's an inorganic, horrible form of calcium. Um, and it's also leaching all the aluminum off the Coke can with all the other garbage they put in the chlorinated water they use, the fluoridated water. They, you're getting all that. In, in, you know, but have a Coke and a smile. You know, the old motto. Uh, and according to the World Health Organization, they say aluminum the limit you should be exposed to per day is 60 milligrams per day and in just one meal of cooking off aluminum foil you can get 400 migs just in that one meal alone so yeah i use the alta silica um for that that's that's the one i use so anyway uh let's go further okay i just checked and i'm way over on time so i'm gonna go ahead and end part two here and we will go to part three